The Pistons are the basketball champions of the world. It's time, Detroit. It's time. It's playoff time, Detroit. Let's go to work. Shout out, Detroit. I got to buff up. You know what I'm saying? Detroit, I'm all the way in. Detroit Pistons, I'm all the way in. Let's do it. What up, though, Pistons fans? Welcome to a trade deadline episode of the Buff Sound Podcast. We are the best POD in the 313. The Pistons didn't only make a trade. They made multiple trades. It was a lot. A lot of people going in, a lot of people going out, but that's what we're here for. We're here to kind of wrap it all up for you guys and put it in one spot. So we're going to go in chronological order here. Yesterday, the Pistons made not one, but two trades. They sent out Kevin Knox, draft rights to Gabrielle Proshida, and a 2024 second round pick for Simone Fontecchio. Personally, this was my favorite trade of the three trades that the Pistons have made. Uh, Connie, you're first on my screen. Your initial thoughts on the Fontecchio trade. Yeah, this is definitely the biggest trade that they made. This is the guy that is going to be a biggest, the biggest part of our rotation, I feel. And that's not just because of who he is, but he he fits a des a desperate need in the Pistons rotation as a shooting foreman. Uh, we saw with the addition of Gallinari and Muscala how like much better our offense looks with a shooting foreman out there. And Fontecchio at this point is better than both of those guys. Um, he's going to be able to come in as a fucking 40% three-point shooter. You know, he makes passes, he plays defense. Um, but I'll let Gabe talk about that. What I want to talk about is the addition by subtraction. Uh, this is a guy that I defended a little bit for his ability to shoot threes, but no more Kevin Knox. (laughs) (laughs) I think much like, uh, just the Isaiah Livers trade, not letting Monty Williams play Isaiah Livers anymore, not letting Monty Williams play Kevin Knox anymore is going to be a positive contribution towards this team. It's going to be more Sarman. That's not the only guy either, (laughs) but we'll talk about that later. (laughs) More Sarman. More Sarman. It's next to shooters. Uh, I love this trade. Love it. Absolutely. Gabe, your thoughts on the Fontecchio trade? Yeah, I mean, just like you, for me, this is my number one trade that we did. I was on this guy's like bandwagon when he was on Utah, and I'm so happy he's on our team now. Like, if if your guy that you get is one of like Zach Lowe's guys to watch who are actually pretty good, which he was, then we're in a good place. And reading through those jazz comments that they had on their Reddit, um, his defense was like the number one thing always mentioned. Like he he shoots what like thirty nine percent from three, something like that. But like. They said his connectivity, his like IQ, his defense really made that offense click, and they think they're going to lose a lot more games now. So um, that can only mean good news for us, right? Yeah, that's for sure. That's for and sure. And of course, don't get me started on Kevin Knox gone. Um, we'll see now uh, how you guys feel about Kevin Knox once a competent player comes in in his role. I mean, yeah. I mean, I was happy with Kevin Knox because he was on this team. Uh, I mean, no hate not, to Kevin Knox. Yeah. yeah, no, 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 no shade to Kevin Knox. Um, he 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 played hard when he was out there. He he tried. Um, it was fun to see him for that little stretch where he was expanding, little pull up game, little drive to the basket. But we got Fontecchio now, so all that's in the past. Valley, your turn. Talk to us about uh the Kevin Knox trade. First of all, Gabe saying no hate to Kevin Knox. Like, that's not all you do, Gabe. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not hating, what is it? 
Um, yeah, but um, similar to you three, and I think similar to the vast majority of the Pistons fan base, I was really happy with this trade. Um, you guys touched on on most of the things he'll provide, and that's your prototypical three and D guy. Um, but I do think one thing that's important to note with Fontecchio that we haven't brought up is that he's twenty eight years old. Um, and that's not a, that's not supposed to be a negative thing. It's not supposed to be a positive thing in this situation. But we're acquiring a second year wing here. I think that a lot of people have the expectation that he's not, you know, uh, closer to thirty. However, he's been playing pro since two thousand and twelve. Um, and I only see this as a positive thing. I think he brings in. A lot of maturity, um, a lot of maturity that we're going to need uh, with Boyan Bogdanovich now out. Um, also kind of helpful that he was a, a European guy as well. But like you guys, I'm really excited for this one. I think he's going to come in and start right away, at least while Stu is out. Um, I thought this was a really good move by Troy Weaver. Uh, yeah, a couple things to build off of that. Number one, I think he starts pretty much no matter what now that uh, Bogey is gone. I think yeah. it's going to go Asar. Fontecchio for the foreseeable future until Stu comes back, and then we'll see Fontecchio, Stu. Um, and secondly, he's an unrestricted free agent, or not an unrestricted, he's a restricted free agent at the end of the season, and uh, Omari Sankofa has said, I think at least twice now, that the Pistons are trying to lock him up long-term, so this isn't just, a, oh, his, really? what's that? His bird rights, does that come yeah. with the trade, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. So, um, I mean, not that salary is a huge issue for us right now, um, but hey, we got a guy uh, for basically Kevin Knox. One thing I also wanted to mention: we are giving up Gabriel Persida. I know I said it earlier, but I don't think I don't want to glance over that. This guy could be something in this league. So, I mean, it seems like a win right now because we only gave up basically Kevin Knox in a second. But in like four yeah, what or five about years, that pick? It's, yeah. Isn't it like a like pick number 32 or something? Uh, Projected, yeah. So yeah. on like it, one hand, I'd rather have like value was saying a vet who knows how to play basketball or another good pick in the draft. But like we already have a lot of young guys. It's really, I think it's time. If they're locked in on this core five players that we have now, um, then some older vets would definitely help. D- does this like bump, a rookie. Do the trades today bump it up to a core six with the additions of Fontecchio and Grimes? course seven then if you include Sasser. fair enough fair enough uh well uh any other notes on Fontecchio before we move into the Monte Morris trade uh I expect him to start even with Stu back um me too because like he just fits the role that we need him to play and he only played 23 minutes a game in uh in Utah but he averaged nine points three rebounds about assists and a half a game like this guy kind of stuffs the stat sheet a little bit uh, in, in every category, and I think that's something that we need. Uh, so I see him starting, even with Stu back. Yeah, and I think right after that Utah game, somebody on here said that Fontecchio would be a great addition to this team, and now he's here. So it's great to see that. Um, uh, when uh, Gabe mentioned that he was a fan of his, um, the the crazy thing is, uh, I recall us playing against Utah earlier in this season, and I was watching with my buddy Jacob, just a good amount of my friends, uh, and, and I, he was having a good game, and oh, I he was, off. was going, man, this guy <laughs> is good. We need to get him on our team, um, and I find it hilarious that the receipts, I have the receipts for it because the first thing that that I saw, how I had this news broken to me, was my buddy Max, my roommate Max, texting me. 
no way we got fettuccine because that's what we were calling her. <laughs> yeah, someone tweeted on Twitter, we can't wait for the Piston fans to start calling him fettuccine Alfredo. Um, <laughs> but uh, last thing to touch on on Fantacchio for me, I said that it was hard to find a balance between um, Kevin Knox and Asar Thompson, where Asar Thompson was a really, really good defender but could not shoot. And then you had Kevin Knox who could shoot or was kind of like an okay defender. It's nice to find a kind of that guy in the middle in Fontecchio who can shoot, obviously, better than Kevin Knox. And okay. according Thank to you. the Utah Jazz Reddit, can defend as well. I was going to interrupt you by saying yeah. that Kevin Knox is not an actual shooter. Uh, That's fine. I, I, I heard you. I just kept pushing through it. I'll, I <laughs> Um, all right, any other notes on Fettuccine Alfredo before we move on to Monte Morris? All right, sweet. So the Pistons also traded away Monte Morris. It's a little stinging. It's a little bittersweet. Uh, it was nice. His homecoming was short and sweet, but it was nice while it lasted. Uh, Connie, I think you said in the group chat we're just moving the poop pile around here. Uh, no real addition or subtraction here. Pistons trading away Monte Morris for Shake Milton, Troy Brown Jr., and a 2030 second round pick. Uh, 2030 is really far away. Shake Milton, Troy Brown, probably not going to be a part of this team going forward. But, hey, you know, filling roster spots, right? I went with Connie first last time. We're going to go reverse. Valley, your thoughts on this trade? Yeah, I mean, I expressed this in our group chat. Um, I was not a big fan of this one. Um, and for me, it was kind of just uh, we started really high with the Fontecchio trade and and since then, um, I've been more negative about the uh the trades we've made and and Gabe, you said you like Shake Milton, you like Trey Brown, you think he can contribute. Um, uh, I I've I guess I've taken the view of being uh, a bit more of a realist recently in my change of my Achilles Hayes fandom just in time, and I think I'm just seeing some patterns more, and um, I just realistically don't think that these two players will be on the team past next season. Um, I've had a busy day. I'm not fully informed on all the waving and stuff. Um, none of these two guys were waved. Nope, they're both still on the roster. That's a slight surprise to me. Um, but I think they'll fill up nicely on spots thirteen and fourteen at the end of that bench. Gabe, your thoughts on this trade? As you and I are a little more optimistic about these uh acquisitions than uh Valley. Yeah, I just remember. The days of Shake Milton when he started a few games for uh, Philly back when he was like a rookie or sophomore, and he looked really good and he scored the ball well. Um, Wolves subreddit seems not to think that he's a very good player, and they're glad he's not he's gone. So that could just be my personal bias there. But Troy, Troy Brown Jr. Now that like it's uh, been a bit since he got traded, I think he can actually play. Um, I don't think he's gonna start or like you know, play crazy minutes, but he's a solid guy. He hits threes. He plays defense, not at like an elite level, but at a, you know, at an NBA level, which is a thing. Like, I think he's better than Kevin Knox, and I don't think it's really that close. Um, So for me, that's an upgrade. And Monte Morris, I think he's washed. So I think whatever we got for him is good. So that's why I do, like, the return isn't great, but Monte Morris is also, like, behind Sasser now probably in the chain and we just don't really need him so might as well get a few assets you say you say Troy Brown Jr. is like an NBA caliber defender and shooter like a serviceable one yeah like a bench yeah okay but like what's 
what's like what jumps out at you for that? He's a guy who's never attempted more than three three point seven threes per game in a season. His career is point nine makes on two point four attempts. He averages six points a game for his career. Uh, a couple of rebounds. I don't know. It doesn't have much on the box scores. Like, and I've seen him. Uh, when I do see him, um, on the opposing team, it's just like he's just a guy out there. Um, reminds me of like a Glenn Robinson the third kind of guy. Just like a wing you need just to have five people on the court. Like, I just have no optimism for this trade, and I'm like, all right, it's two bodies, but I would have preferred honestly anybody else. Uh. I mean, Monty Morris, like Gabe said, like he really wasn't doing anything for us this year. His value is not high. I don't know what you wanted to pick up for him. Shake Milton, a couple years ago, like you said, Gabe was on Philly. He was in sixth man of the year voting. Uh, he's had an awful uh, year with Minnesota so far. It's definitely been a fall off. I think he can fill a little bit of that Alec Burks role. We're going to get into that Alec Burks trade a little later that we're all upset about. But I think he can fill in that role of being somebody that can put the ball in the bucket a little bit. And then Troy Brown, Troy Brown Jr., uh, serviceable, like you said, Valley, not really anything that flies out the page to you. Uh, somebody that's kind of just a guy at the wing <clears throat> spot. But just a guy at the wing spot in the NBA makes you better than the wings that the Pistons were playing yeah. because we were playing guys at the wing spot who were not on NBA teams other than the Pistons. Isaiah Livers now doesn't get minutes for Washington. We picked up Kevin Knox off of the waiver wire because no team wanted to pick him up. Um, these are just guys that at least teams want on their team, sort of. Uh, I, I mean, also we gained a second round pick from it. Like this is, like I said, this, like I said in the group chat, this is, this is shuffling the poop pile. You're giving dump for dump, but we picked up two guys. We picked up a wing and we picked up a second rounder for Monty Morris, who was really not doing, other than that first game, not doing anything for us to help winning. Shake Milton averages four points a game and shoots 26% from deep. Yeah, bad year. Down so we here. acquired Killian Hayes, is what you're saying? Uh, it looks Killian like a worse, uh, looks like a significantly worse one, actually. Just oh. off the bat. Oh boy! Yes, <laughs> you could. I um, I don't know. I guess if we're going through like a a grading scale, I give the Fontecchio one an A. Mm -hmm. Agreed. I give this deal with Monte Morris uh a D plus. The second really? pick, only thing making it not a failing grade for me. Well, that's why I would give it like a C plus. Like it, it, we didn't like lose anything. We gained Shake Milton, Troy Brown, and a second round pick for Monte Morris, who missed what was it forty three games for us this year. So I, I consider it a win. You barely play a guy and you get something out of it. So I'm I'm going C plus B minus area. Uh, Gabe, uh, why don't you give us your grades for the Fontecchio and Morris trades? Fontecchio for me is an A plus. I just love the trade. Oh, we're doing um, yeah. This trade, I'd give a B plus, honestly. Like I'm Morris, like he was out for half the season. He played like one good game and then the rest of mediocre bad games. Like we, we really didn't need him to get anything as good for me, which is why a B plus. But still it's like, yeah, Morris hasn't played, but that was supposed to be one of our bigger off-season signings, and it turns into two useless role players, you know? It turns into a second-round draft pick and nothing else. I think that's a lot of the frustration in the general fan base is that these moves are turning out to 
to absolutely nothing. Um, and it, it's not just this. It's it's the Marvin Bagley, Trey Lyles deal where we end up dumping Marvin Bagley and Trey Lyles is still being a valuable role player to this day for Sacramento. Um, it's things like this and the Deke Bay Morris <laughs> for six games. Uh, it's just kind of frustrating for me. It is, but like I don't think you can compare like a Bagley trade to this one, right? Like this is just trying to like get yeah, a no. second out of it, right? I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying, okay. like, there's a lot of emptiness and a lot of continuous. Oh, yeah. Troy, Troy history has been, yeah. Troy history hasn't been fantastic, but, um, you know, the Fontecchio. I mean, but to be fair, were we happy when we made the Marvin Bagley trade? I would say so. <laughs> yeah, I was right. so happy, wasn't I? Right? Yeah. Like, it was the right move at the time. Right. And I mean, the Sadiq Wiseman trade was kind of like, a, oh, it stings. But what if? And uh, I, I don't think it should go overstated. James Wiseman is still on this team. You know, I don't know if that's because Stu's out. and We need another big and we're just going to wave him when Stu comes back or what. But James Wiseman is still on this team. So there's still hope for James Wiseman. Maybe we don't know what's going on behind the scenes, but uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> we got Wiseman on the absolute 15th man rotation. Yeah, exactly. Um, you reported, Valley, that you saw a trade for Daniel House, correct? Yes. Yeah, so uh, who was he on? I don't remember. I think we got a, a second and House. Was, uh, I don't even know who we gave up or what. I'm not entirely sure. I know that Daniel House was on the Philadelphia 76ers, though. And he, he he's waived now anyway, right? Yep, exactly. So that was kind of just like a gain a second, walk away scenario. So that's cool. Um. Yeah. And then, uh, I I guess any other thoughts on the previous two trades before we move into the big one? Um, not really. I mean, I would like some clarification on that on that deal with Daniel House. Um, I'm happy we got a second for him. Daniel Daniel House. I don't think will be in the NBA. Although apparently some contending teams are calling for him. Um, <laughs> apparently the guy is just constantly like out of shape uh he's not in good enough condition to get up and down the court a lot of the time um i remember that was a big news article that dropped last year so i'm glad he's not coming our way officially any other thoughts on those two trades i'm looking up the house trade uh before we move into the boyan trade all right sweet so the pistons have traded away their two best scorers in boyan bogdanovich and alec burks uh, in except return, for Jaden Ivey. <laughs> except, of course, yeah, Jaden Ivey doesn't miss in the fourth quarter. I forgot about that. But uh, in this trade, the Pistons sent away Boyan Bogdanovich and uh, Alec Burks. And in return, they acquired Quentin Grimes, uh, Malachi uh, Flynn, I almost said Branham, Malachi Flynn, Flynn Evan Fournier, uh, Ryan Archidiacono, and two future second-round picks. Um. Gabe, I want to start with you on this one because I know you and Connie were really high on Quentin Grimes when we were talking about trades. I think you even proposed a trade for him uh, in our trade proposals pod. But uh, how are you feeling about this trade? I'm actually positive about this trade um, because Quentin Grimes, although he's probably he's not the scorer that Alec Burks or Bogey is, he does play two ways, and those two guys definitely did not. And he's young, and he has a long-term contract. Again, both of what those two guys didn't have. And I understand their scoring will be missed uh, for sure. They're, he's Bogey's probably been our 
best player since he's been on the roster. Um, but I'm also glad that he's on New York. I like their team, and I think he'll really help them. Alec Burks as well. Um, everything else in this deal, I don't really care about. It is confusing that they're part of the same deal, um, and we didn't get a first-round pick. But sources are that just wasn't available. So you got to, you know, get get what you can get. And I'm happy we cashed in, even though it may have not been the return that they would have got last year. Yeah, I mean, I think we were all kind of in that boat of like, you got to get rid of Boyan this this right now. His value is as high as it's ever going to be right now. So you're getting Quentin Grimes out of it. I mean, we're probably going to waive Ryan Archie now, which was reported by James Edwards. Um Maybe Evan Fournier fills a Joe Harris type role who was also waived. Um, maybe he just comes in every nine to 10 games and just takes four or five shots and comes off the court. But Valley, your thoughts on this boogie and first trade? Well, it was almost like two halves of it, right? Because like five, 10 minutes prior, we get the news that Alec Burks was being dealt for Quentin Grimes in a second rounder. And I think all of us were so happy Um because we turned an expiring deal into a really promising um, and I think useful young piece in, in Quentin Grimes. I'm still very excited we brought in Quentin Grimes. Don't get me wrong. But when we got the second half of that trade, um, when we realized Bojan was moving as well, um, it was it was slightly underwhelming, I think, um, mainly because I think some people wanted to get our first round draft pick back from the Knicks that we had back from that Duran deal, uh, which involved Burks as well. Um, but overall... Um, I don't know. There's there's definitely some positives you can take away from this deal. Um, again, when it was just that when we just got the news that it was the Alec Burks deal, I would have given that eight plus. Um, however, after we add Boyan, don't get the most back in return for Boyan other than a bunch of just names um, which are getting waived. I overall give this thing like a, a C. Um, I think I, I like most trades Troy's made here. I take a slightly pessimistic view. Um However, it was important that we move off of those two guys. Um, it had to be done, and at the end of the day, it was done. And we can be happy that we got Quentin Grimes back, I guess. Uh, Connie, you're back in the loop here. Talk to us about your thoughts on the bogey and Burks trade. I hated this trade, man. <laughs> like, it's really made me so upset to look at. No first-rounders for Burks plus bogey. Uh, whack. I did like getting Quentin Grimes. We've been wanting Quentin Grimes. He's been a target for us. I think he can play. I think he will play. He's young. He shoots threes. He plays defense. Every other guy that we're getting in this deal, kind of whack. Like, who's getting waived? Archie Diak. Yeah, Archie Diakino. is getting waived. Who else is getting waived? That's it, as of right now. Oh. So we're keeping Malachi Flynn. And we're keeping Evan Fournier. Well, for this year, Evan Fournier is gone. Yeah. No, he's not saying. Yeah, I mean, I said before you came back, like, I think he's just going to fill a Joe Harris role. Like, he's just going to come in every nine to ten games, shoot a couple and sit down. Just to give up the amount of talent that we gave up and to not even recoup our own first-round pick is, uh, I mean, it's a Troy Weaver masterclass in trading. You know, it's, it's sad to see. I think Malachi Flynn... Actually, now I'm kind of talking myself into it. I think he is going to contribute to this team. Um, been a pretty low usage point guard, but he shoots pretty solid percentages. I kind of always sort of liked him. Not like, like nothing he does has ever stood off the page to me, but 
he doesn't seem like he's doo doo, and he's gonna take that backup point guard spot. I guess third string, uh, I think. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got that Killian spot now. He's got he's... that Killian spot now. Yeah, which um, any other player in a Killian spot is an upgrade. So <laughs> can't get mad at that. Uh, but overall, I was just I was just kind of let down by this trade. Like like Valley said, when I saw the Burks for Quinton in the seconds, I was like, holy shit, this is good. But then if you think about it, like. You then you traded Bogey for Malcolm. That's exactly how you start feeling a little bit worse about it. Um, overall didn't like it. Uh, but we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I would have liked. I mean, like, I know we have a ton of bigs already, but like, if we could have like swindled like a precious a chew or something out of that, I probably would have liked it a little bit more. Oh, I would have loved that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like, uh, but hey, I'm not the GM of the Pistons. Um, but I I don't hate the deal. We got Quentin Grimes out of it. I mean, we were throwing around defensive lineups in the group chat. Like, it's gonna be nice to have like guys who can defend, guys who can score, um, guys like Montecchio who can move off of the ball and shoot. Like he he's he's good. He's he's talented. Quentin Grimes, he's good. He's talented. Uh, Kevin Knox was okay and talented but you know like I feel like we upgraded the team a little bit uh in terms of that aspect but losing bogey and Burks is gonna hurt a lot um we saw last night Burks had a quiet 25 points and seven rebounds he was seven for 12 from the field and five for seven from three that was quiet too because of what Jade and Ivy did and now we're not gonna have any of that at all you know so we'll see we'll see how it goes um this offseason is going to be big. That's for sure. I don't know who – I mean, are we going to throw money at Tobias or what? But uh, any other thoughts on the bogey Burks trade before we talk about the few guys that we did cut? Not about the trade itself, but just a huge thank you to the two of them. Um, yeah. In a season and in the seasons where we won such a small amount of games, uh, I can only imagine what that figure would be. Uh, without Alec Burks being a flamethrower. Um, and the same goes to uh, Boyan Bogdanovich. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Bogey was always a professional when he was here. I don't think I've ever read or heard anything about him complaining once ever. Um, he always came out, gave it his all. He was always trying on defense. Um, and he made some shots for us. He, he was very consistent. You know, he was kind of like an anchor for our offense for a while. And Alec Burks coming off the bench, doing his thing all the time. And no matter what the scoreboard said, I appreciate that he always had a smile on his face, just made the losses sting a little bit less when Briggs is out there smiling a little bit. So uh, any other thoughts? Oh, yeah. I have a very distinct memory of us getting on here after a loss, uh, a close loss, where Alec Burks, I don't remember who the team was against, but Alec Burks was all smiles after a close loss, and all four of us were pissed off about it. But <laughs> Uh, I wish these two nothing but the best. They are in a great situation with this Knicks team. Um, this Knicks team is in need of like other guys that could do a little bit of creating outside of Jalen Brunson. So I believe this is a great fit for these guys. This Knicks team is good. Gabe, you were saying, yeah. like, second best team in the East. I could see them, honestly. I, I said, are they the best team in the East? I think Boston is still the best team in the East, but Boston does have that certain softness, and New York yeah. is hard as shit, especially if exactly. they get Mitchell Robinson back. They're going to have just, like, destroyers all around. Oh, my Oyan is actually sort of a Boston killer, too. 
uh, I like that squad. I like that squad a lot. Like I, I think both of those guys are going to come off the bench. Um, but when they're fully healthy, yeah. Hell of a weapon. Hell of some weapons right there. I think the the Knicks front office is kind of like for like as long as we've been basketball fans almost the Knicks uh front office has kind of been a joke and like it's like a meme like they're waiting for the next star like they're oh we're just saving up our assets and then they end up paying Taj Gibson uh, like a ton of money and shit like that but they're really on a streak right now they're doing a lot of a lot of good stuff there's the age old uh and in trade and when you're making a trade if you can trade with the dysfunctional organization you're probably going to win that trade and the knicks they swooped in they traded with the pistons who are you know one of the most dysfunctional organizations in the league right now and uh they made away with something uh, for guys i guess that it, they don't play Quentin Grimes. I, I guess it's i guess it's fair though because we swooped in and swindled them for alec bricks and like the hornets first right like we got Jalen Duran out of that deal so i guess it's only fair that they return the favor, right? They're paying us double for Alec Burks, basically. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, great to be a Pistons fan. Um, I guess we'll just move into the subtractions here. We kind of mentioned them throughout the pod already. Joe Harris cut. Uh, Ryan Archie Diakono, most likely as reported by James Edwards, cut. And uh, the biggest cut, and I know Connie and Gabe are gonna be very happy to hear this. Uh, Killian Hayes cut uh valley has taken down the killian hayes jersey from his wall um it's a sad day for me i actually thought he was gonna pan out i thought he played well yesterday so i thought he was actually gonna stick around but uh hey it is what it is uh any notes on the guys that we cut daniel house too right uh well yeah yeah that's for too yeah daniel house i'm actually that's the one i'm upset about Like kind of good, right? I always. When you talking about, his, a, he doesn't want to play level. basketball. He's at least Troy Brown Jr. level. No. Oh, uh, and to confirm, uh, Valley, I looked it up. According to the Athletic, we sent a second to the Sixers for Daniel Hawks. We sent a second. I thought we got that's, a second. That's what the the report says. We sent a second to. So they sent a second so they could cut a guy. Uh. No. Yeah, that seems like Troy Weaver's no way. I am looking at it one more time. Daniel House to the Pistons, second round pick to 76ers. Update, Pistons will waive House. Word for word. Oh. So that doesn't make... <laughs> that makes no sense. You could just not do that. Yeah, second round pick, or was that part of like the Knicks deal somehow? Was it a three? It had to be a tie-in somehow, right? Just logically thinking. It 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 is right underneath, uh, the bogey trade, so it but might Knicks, be a tie-in or something. But the Sixers and the Knicks made no sort of interaction. Yeah, which doesn't make so sense. The Pistons really just gave away a second round pick. Uh, essentially, according to what I'm looking at, yeah. All right, this has got to be one of those cases where I don't understand enough about like the NBA contract situation and the and the and the the, the intricacies and the details. Yeah, because from my point of view, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard of. Because <laughs> we also gave them the trade exception. We traded away the Marvin Bagley trade exception so that we could take the Daniel House money. 
so that we could cut Daniel House. Big brain moves, my guy. And the Sixers got <laughs> I, I have no idea what Troy's doing. If that is what he did, I have no idea. We're going to tweet at Omari and James and see what they have to say about it. You think I but get put I... on a list if I keep saying I'm going to kill Troy Weaver? <laughs> like, you think the computers are listening, bro? Uh, probably. But, what is this dude know. doing? This is also, I was listening to the Bill Simmons podcast. He made the point. He was like, uh, the the owner of the team, Tom Gore, should just not let anybody do anything until next year, clean house, and then let them do something because every move this front office makes is bad. Uh, so I don't know that Daniel House thing seems impossible. It does. I I mean, but that's according to the Athletics trade tracker. So I don't. They aren't wrong. Yeah. I mean, it, if you look at it overall. Like Wait, the I'm guys NBA.com. NBA.com says we got the second. That makes more sense. Oh, so hold on. Sorry, this is what it is. The Pistons got Daniel House Jr., a 2024 second round pick, and cash considerations. The Sixers got a 2028 second round pick. Okay, so the athletic left that out. So, so we 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 traded a pick and we got back another pick. Yeah. A later. Like, yeah, we got an earlier pick. We traded yeah. Okay. Which makes sense because we traded, I think, a 2024 for Monte Morris. So, yeah, or, that, that does sound right. Or uh, away with somebody. So, yeah, we're, we're stocking up on second-round picks. Um, so, yeah, if, if you look overall at, like, this trade, like, trade deadline of the guys we got in versus out, like, I think the best players are on the inside. You know, uh, mm. Grimes, Fontes. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't like. I think we all agree he's lost a step since last year. Still, and like, good. I know, but for like for what we need, right? He's not really that guy. He is good, but he's not really that guy. I think overall, I'm like, if I look at it from a total, I think our team is much better constructed now uh, than before, and that's not credit to Troy Weaver because he's the one who constructed it bad before, and a lot of these guys are just waved. That's why it looks better. Um. But overall, I, I'm I'm happy at the end of the day. Um, I am too, I guess. I, I, I asked for a Bogey Burks trade. I got it. We got Quentin Grimes in return. Um, I, I think I kind of got a little bit of that Jeremy Grant-ism in me where we heard for so long, oh, Pistons are asking for two first plus a young player. So I was kind of expecting it. But then we get, you know, just a good, decent young player. And it's like, oh, where are the two first with it? So I'm fine with it. I, I, I'll get over it. So, uh, um, yeah. Have we touched? I mean, goodbye, Killian Hayes. Yeah, I've rushed one? over it. I was going to let you guys take the floor on this yeah, one. We can't just, this is the biggest deal, right? <laughs> I mean, this is a guy that should have been traded in the offseason, could have maybe been traded for something in the offseason. Probably not. Uh, maybe a second rounder, but just complete. Uh, Monty Williams stood behind him fully, and over the past couple months, Killian Hayes has completely lost all value that he maybe did hold. Um, just an all timer for the Stones. Picked him over Halliburton. Played him this year over Ivy. Ivy was the eleventh man earlier this year, so that Killian Hayes could dribble the air out of the ball in the starting lineup. And now, um. Like, it seems like most Weaver deals end up, they just kind of end up in, let's get in the trash. Let's trash it. Uh, Like, it doesn't end in anything positive. 
just kind of ends, uh, which feels um, like a lot yeah. of these Weaver deals uh, so far. Yeah. Uh, two things uh, before we get out of here. Thing number one, little Pistons trivia. Who can tell me who the current longest tenured Piston is now that Killian Hayes is off the team? Is it Stewart? Oh, sorry. Stu. Yeah, it's Stu. Yeah, it's Stu. It's Stu. Um, uh, and the second thing is, is there a trade from today that stood out to you guys, not just Pistons-oriented, where you were like, wow, that was a, that's a steal, or so-and-so gave up too much? Uh, is, is there a deal like that that stood out to you guys? For me, it's the P.J. Washington trade. I think the Mavericks gave up a lot. They gave up Grant Williams, Seth Curry, and a first-round pick this yeah. year. For, wait, so, hold up. For P.J. Washington? Yeah. yeah. All that just for him? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. First rounder for PJ Washington and Grant like, Williams. Just... Well, Grant Williams has been doo doo, but Seth Curry also not in their rotation. Um, speaking of what, what, like, I, I wasn't on my phone the last like hour. Um, did anything huge happen aside from that? No, no, no nothing, huge. nothing crazy. Daniel Gafford uh, went to Dallas too, didn't he? Uh, yeah, that, like that was a good Dallas. deal. Yeah, that I like the, I, mean, I, I think, think Dallas did, they made their team better. Uh, I thought mm-hmm. the best deal, I already said it, was made by the Knicks. I thought they they came out very well in this. Like, they weren't playing Grimes. Okay. They weren't playing Fournier. Archie Diakono had set the NBA record of playing 20 straight games without scoring a point. Uh, Wait, Killian they, Hayes doesn't hold that record? No, 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 because he gets mm-hmm. to take 15 shots a game. Um, oh, right, right. So it's, it's, it's tough to get to zero with 15 shots, even if you are Killian Hayes. Um, they traded a bunch of guys that they don't play or don't like. Uh, for Bojan Bogdanovic and Alex Burks. So, yeah, you're like right. That, that is a, that and is they, a, they still have all their first-round picks. Um, and, and ours. You know, I just <laughs> – going back to that, I don't understand how you don't get your own first-round pick back because they're not even getting our pick this year or next year. It's like yeah, it's not converting. <laughs> yeah, it's like top 16 or 18 protected this year and next year. Like, you're not getting it. Just give it back, bro. Maybe we didn't want it, right? I want it. Maybe we didn't want it. That 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 makes sense. Like, why would we need to trade that? That's that that that's not an asset for us, really. This I mean, is eventually also- it'll be. It's gonna convey it at some point, right? Yeah, like just like take advantage of how bad you are now and be like, yeah, we're never gonna be top ten in the league, so just give us our pick back, you know. <laughs> um. Any other thoughts um, on the trades from today? Yeah, go ahead. Um, man, I mean, Killian Hayes is gone. We're not just brushing over this. <laughs> how do you, how do you hey, feel, man? Hold on, hold on. You jumped off the bandwagon. You can't. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm asking you how you feel. Oh, oh, how I feel? Really? oh, I don't know. What'd you do with it? I took it down. No, it's hung up in a closet now. Yeah, I could just <laughs> it's in the closet. Is that code for dumpster? It's going to sit really well next to the old Brandon Jennings, Greg Monroe, Tayshawn Prince jerseys, you know. No, no, no. Tayshawn doesn't like... belong in that closet. No, just, Come on, just, now. That's just what I got. It's a, it's like a youth large, so it's just in my... Uh, is it that garbage person. jersey? Uh-huh. Is it like like that terrible jersey that yeah. beat the shit? I don't, I don't think we even bought that. I think we found no, that jersey. I think we found it at a... Like, we don't lost and found? I think we just found it there, but... Um... <laughs> I, I, I wanted to say about Killian Hayes, um, 
man, I regret supporting him so hard the last four years. But <laughs> shout out to Killian because if it wasn't for Killian, uh, perhaps the Buffs on podcast would cease to exist. I was I <laughs> big reason why I'm mean, not even thing, to each yeah. other in the first place. So um, forever in our hearts, uh, not for his actions on the basketball court, <laughs> but for creating the Buffs on Pod, Killian Hayes. Thank you for that. I told my cousin the same thing, man. I go, the second question Valley asked me was, are you a Killian Hayes supporter? <laughs> and I said, yes. And that was it, man. You got me a friend for life right there. I've never, seen, I've never seen just a random player divide a fan base <laughs> as hard as Killian Hayes did. And I, I still have no explanation as to why it was like, you're either on his side or you're against it. <laughs> and we're fighting, you know, if you're not on my side. I and think it got bad. The whole experience well, I think Hayes. we figured it out why, right? Yeah, we did figure that was out on why. His side I was wrong. <laughs> I wasn't wrong. I was just inaccurate. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on Killian Hayes or um, man? That that's probably gonna be the last time I say his name on this podcast. Probably not. Um, yeah, once he gets signed by uh, Guangdong Tigers, you'll see his the name. Spurs, bro. he's going to the Spurs, my guy. He's going to the Spurs. Uh, any other thoughts? Red claws, bro. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on the trade deadline before we hop on out of here? Yeah, I'm pissed. James Wiseman's still on the team. Man, should be one know. of the cuts. I don't know. Yeah, man. I have a logistics question. This, this what happens to the money that we owe Joe Harris? pay him yeah it just it gets unless somebody picks him up in the next like couple days like before he hits the waivers then we pay him which no one's gonna pick him up they're just gonna wait for him to hit the waivers okay but for this it's over yeah right so uh well thank you guys so much for listening to this uh all-inclusive trade wrap-up uh I, i i we're happy the Pistons made trades um, I'm excited to watch Fontecchio. I'm excited to watch Quentin Grimes. Um, tonight's going to be rough, though. We're only going to have like. Is Fontecchio playing? It's been a few no, days. No, no one's playing. No one. I mean, the trades are official, but I think Omari said he's not even in Portland. So it's. Oh, boy. Yeah. It's... Hey, but we got the win last night. Yeah, yeah was great win last night. Win of the year question mark? I say so. That was my favorite one. I don't know. Every win of the year is the win of the year. This is also true. <laughs> All right, let's uh, save that for the actual talking pod. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save it. We ran a little long here, but if you're still with us, thank you guys so much for listening. Let us know your trade thoughts and reactions on any of our social media platforms, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. Heck, leave a review and let us know what you guys think. Uh, But until we do get into that full talking episode, uh, after these trades, throw the buffs on Detroit. Future is bright.